Please join in our entrance hymn, Here I Am, Lord. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to our celebration of morning Mass here at St Bride's, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Sadie Kirk. And, of course, we welcome to the church today uh, members of our family who are with us, uh, Brendan and Sylvia and Katrina, and Vincent and Geraldine and Ashley and Grant and Cameron. And of course, all the family members, and a very special welcome to all of the family friends who have joined us for the Mass too. Today, we've come to uh, offer this Mass uh, at the end of someone's who li- someone who lived a very long life indeed, into her 90s, uh, a very good life as well, uh, a very gracious and, and blessed life in, in many ways. And today, at the end of her life, we want to thank God for many graces and blessings given to her, but also many graces and blessings that came through her to so many people as well. 
to begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord of mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant Sadie, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. first reading, a reading from the prophet Daniel. I, Daniel, was doing penance when I received this message from the Lord. At that time, Michael will stand up, the great prince who mounts guard over your people. There is going to be a time of great distress, unparalleled since nations first came into existence. When that time comes, your own people will be spared all those whose names are found written in the book. Of those who lie sleeping in the dust of the earth, many will awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting disgrace. The learned will shine as brightly as the vault of heaven, and those who have instructed many in virtue as bright as stars for all eternity. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Shall follow me 
from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain, after such a gift, that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. Nothing therefore can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted, or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened, or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, Nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. 
And Jesus said, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me. So that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. The illness that Sadie had over these last few months came as a big surprise to all of us. Her health was good, especially for someone her age. She was fit and well, and then suddenly things changed. She had tremendous energy and seemed to be constantly on the go, and then all of a sudden it was as, as if the wind was out of her sails. She was in hospital for some weeks, where they were able to confirm a serious illness from which she would not recover. She was able to get home and then was in bed. But she was very much herself through these weeks, just a lot weaker, until those last 48 hours or so. I was able uh, to see her in hospital and at home and was able to give her Holy Communion at home and she was able to receive the final sacraments. She received all these things with great faith, the great faith that was always a mark of her life. Today, as you notice, the readings at Mass speak about faith. Daniel says that deeds are recorded in the great book, and those words that the virtuous and those who have done good will shine like stars for all eternity is a lovely thought as we attend this funeral Mass today. All her life, Sadie had a strong faith, that same faith that St. Paul speaks of in the reading of Mass today, uh, nothing in the way of that faith, no illness, no disappointment, no tragedy of life. And when these things came for her, instead of getting weaker, her faith grew stronger. St. Paul in that reading says, nothing can come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ. And so it was. Nothing in Sadie's life got in the way, got in between her, and the love of God. Her faith itself was marked with a great dedication also to prayer in life. She prayed each day and throughout the day. She believed and trusted that God would guide her in life, lead her, protect her. It was a faith for sunny days, but it was also a faith for stormy days, a faith in difficult times and a faith in easy times. One of the great marks of her faith, as I mentioned, was that she prayed for uh, uh, constantly, but very often prayed for people. I knew this because she very often told me that, family, friends, and people in difficulty, even people that she didn't know, people that never knew she was praying for them, and yet she did on their behalf. We don't have to worry about her today, because I'm very sure that she has arrived safely in the place that the Gospel describes, 
the Father's house in which there are very many rooms. She has reached the end of the journey in which the path that she had taken throughout her life led to this place. She reached the place where she had been travelling to all along. Maybe she arrives as the weary traveller, but the door will be opened, the table will be set, and her seat is assured. Just a few words about Sadie's life today. She was born in 1927. The daughter of Bridget and William McGowan uh, was the youngest in that family. Her parents were Irish, and they came for work in this place. But uh, even when they came, of course, they hit that kind of Great Depression, and work was hard to find here as well. Uh, her, fa- uh, the, her father uh, worked on the construction work uh, during this time in New York in the subway system. Strangely, uh, the people that they moved next door to were a family called the Kirks. That was to prove important as things turned out, involving, could we say, the boy next door. Sadie attended uh, St Bride's uh, Primary School and sat down on day one beside Alice Waddle, or Alice McGuinness as she was to be later, whom she was to establish a lifelong friendship with. Alice was a great parishioner here, and we remember her very much indeed. Like many of her own generation, she had to leave school at an early age to support the family. She worked in the local chemist, Leslie, retail shops in Glasgow as well. After the war, she moved to the recently founded uh, factory, the Hoover plant, uh, to work there. And it was there too that Vinnie himself, her future husband, worked as well. And they soon started walking out together, as they said in those days. They also had many friends through an interest in badminton that they had friends that they would uh, retain uh, friends that they would retain all their lives Margaret and Hector Keenan uh, Margaret and Harry Myrna Willie and Alice McGuinness Sadie and Vincent uh, married in July 1953 and the rest of her life of course was spent in Borgie Crescent in 77 children appeared in time uh, Brendan and Vincent uh, Brendan in 56 and Vincent in uh, 58. Sadness was come to the family with the early death of Vincent, her husband. It was a great sadness that she bore for the rest of her life. In her, his illness and later uh, after his death, she returned uh, to work to support the family, worked in different jobs and returned to full-time work at the Hoover plant. Many people over the years remember her uh, working there and working alongside them. She was able to retire at the relatively early age of 53 and enjoyed the years uh, since then. Learned to drive. When the pass pass came, used it to the max. Learned to swim. Got a dog for company. Took up hobbies, carpet bowling, knitting, started uh, making cards, decoupage, cross-stitching, and so on. There was hardly enough time for her. I have to tell you also that she was a QVC addict. (laughs) 
hairbrushes and clothes and perfumes and makeup began to appear through the door. Never a week passed when there was a delivery that arrived. QVC profits are sure to be down (laughs) over the years to come. She loved company and she loved going out with friends uh, for tea or meals. She never really looked her age and she was very proud of that fact. She looked considerably younger than her 90 odd years and had an energy of someone 20 or 30 years younger. Her faith, as I mentioned to you before, was a very important component in her life and she was a very active member of this parish community and made a very fine contribution to its life. She was a Eucharistic minister here for a number of years. Family itself was very important to her and she was close, of course, to extended family members too. Great love for Brendan and Vincent and they had a great love for her as well, for their mum. They were close to her all their life and I'm sure that they count it as one of the blessings of their life to have had such a good mother in their life. She was delighted to, to, of course, when the family itself extended uh, and, of course, uh, different people entered into their life. Um, And, of course, most especially, uh, grandchildren, Ashley and Ryan and Katrina, and she loved these grandchildren very much indeed. In those last weeks of her life, she was delighted to hold in her arms her great-grandchild, Cameron, who's here with us today, recently arrived, fairly recently, into the world. Siri had great qualities. She had a great interest in people and a great interest in things that were going on, a great sense of humour, and would laugh very often. Great memory of people and events in the past and she would often expect others to recall the things that she could remember quite easily. She had an extraordinary ability to make friends and to connect with people. She had a great sympathy also for people. She had a great energy and independence as well, uh, doing her own housework, attending to her garden and everything else in between. She would be the first person to say that she was very happy and content with her life and she often repeated that to me in those last weeks of her life. She was happy at how her life had turned out. Even though it has been a long life, we could have wished for more years for her to live to see more things. And if she had been offered that, she would gladly have taken it. But she was at peace. And of course, as she'd always done, she simply put uh, everything in God's hands. We thank God today for her good and generous life. We thank God for all that she's been to her family and friends. We're thankful for the good things that she brought to so many people's lives. Her good character, her warm personality, her love and kindness. It's been a good life that has meant so much to so many.
we come to our loving Father asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Sadie, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Sadie, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please join in our offer to him, all that I am.
day, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, Sadie, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with power, the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Sadie, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be blessed.
Giving to all men. 
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear sister Sadie may come to the eternal table of Christ. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please join in our final hymn, How Great Thou Art. Stop. 
Sorry.